The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the star you are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star. Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to Radio's finest program of positive book talk, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan, and I am with you every single week here as your success coach on the airwaves, bringing you the authors, the experts, and the professionals that will help you live a more fulfilled life, a more inspired life, a more energized life. So get ready to pump your energy. Love, laugh, learn, and listen. Well, we have a super show today for you. It's going to rock you. It is going to be starting off with Dr. Helen McIntosh and her book, Messages to Myself, so that we can learn how to talk to ourselves more positively. In segment two, we're going to focus on some gardening, soul of the gardening, spirit of the garden, and potpourri of information. And in segment three, we'll visit the beauty business with Kathy Jager's book, As the Chair Turns. Well, Dr. Helen McIntosh has a doctorate in counseling psychology. She is a licensed professional counselor. She's certified in reality therapy, which she'll talk to us about. She's also a speaker and inventor of the Peace Rug. After 18 years in public education, she has penned this new book, Messages to Myself. It helps us overcome a distorted self-image. Welcome, Dr. McIntosh, to Be the Star You Are. Thank you, Cynthia. It's great to be with you this afternoon. Well, you know, I wanted to start off, Helen, when you first um, opened the book, it sounds very much like your own mother was not very encouraging to you. In fact, she belittled you, made you feel like a failure. You had a rather troubling relationship which affected you in ways that made you become a people pleaser as opposed to, you know, living your own life. And this gave you kind of parent tapes that ruled your life with a distorted self-image. And it's one of the reasons that you found it very important to write your book, Messages to Myself. Would you give us a little bit of your background information so that we can know where you're coming from and then we'll talk about how we can change all that. Thank you, Cynthia. You did a great job on the summary. And uh, here, uh, so I did have decades of these messages from my mom, that, uh, who was very difficult. And I, I could know there was a part of me that knew that she had profound anxiety um, and fear issues, but it still didn't lessen the impact and the sting of the messages she was giving me that I chose to internalize. 
then we kind of let those multiply with other messages our peers give us or just, uh, anyway, so they grow. And so I began to discover a method to take care of these damaging messages in my own life. And then suddenly I was a school counselor and needed to help small children and youth to, with their messages. So that's kind of my journey. And in the book, Messages to Myself, I, I give a general method for taking care of these messages, these, I mean, taking them out, because it is, it is really so not healthy. Well, it's very uh, destructive, isn't it, to our self-esteem, our confidence, and our success, not only in life, but in relationships, because when we don't value ourselves, everything that happens to us, as you so well explain in your book, becomes a major mountain instead of maybe just a molehill. We tend to think people don't like us, I'm a total screw-up, everything I do is wrong, and so we really need to change how we talk to ourselves. Really, messages just matter, you know, the ones we're giving ourselves. And then, as you um, said, we it affects our relationships with others because then we repeat those damaging messages to others, and then the relationship life is really damaged. So it really just matters. that It we matters. And- well, you know, besides being a counselor and an educator, you also are a mother and a grandmother. <laughs> and That's right. what I enjoyed so much in your book, Messages to Myself, Overcoming a Distorted Self-Image, were the many, many stories you related from your own life, especially those with your grandchildren, and how you, as an adult and a counselor and knowing what you know, how sometimes even when one of your grandchildren would say something like, you know, I don't want to spend the afternoon with you, or I'd rather go to the other grandmothers, how hurtful it was and how you had to take notice of this and change your self-talk as an adult. Exactly. It is test time every day, isn't it? Yes, it is. And we always want to put the relationship first and, and then think about the language. Think about how to respond in a way that will not do damage. And, and what is true, um, it's, there is such a, a, a positive way that we can um, think through these events of our lives and not do damage, both to ourselves and others. You quoted in your book um, some studies and statistics that you actually found on WebMD site about depression in women and how common it is that women can develop a clinical depression, and of course men develop it as well. But it it is very apparent that the more that we talk to ourselves in a negative way, the more depressed we come, become, the more we feel at a loss, the more we feel that nothing we can do is the right thing, and we feel disconnected from people. So okay, let's start with how can we change this dialogue that we are having internally and with ourselves? Great question. Um, depression is a result of having a, a great many unresolved conflicts in our lives. And so the answer would be to, to to listen to the messages, to really, really even record these messages. I give a chart in the book, and the left-hand side of a two-column document would be to to write out the, the messages. And we are going to replace those, but we're going to first validate those because they're very... It's, it's very important information. And because so many of our peers and friends would say, oh, don't feel that way, and they're, they're just not wanting us to hurt, but they're implying that we need to dismiss that information or they 
They well, and that's just... not what you're saying. You're not saying dismiss it at all. You're saying Absolutely. really use your truth chart that you have in your book. Again, the book is Messages to Myself. Our author is Dr. Helen McIntosh. And you've created this truth chart, which is your, what you're thinking and what the actual truth is. Yes. It's those messages that are in our hearts and in our heads, and we record those so that we can have clarity. And then uh, either uh, minutes from that time or, or days later, we can go to a place mentally where we can start trying to think what is really true here and get a larger perspective. We don't want to replace it with just positive thoughts. We really want what's true, and, and it is so huge to get a, a, a very deep, bigger perspective of of the issue, and then right, that's where we can... Uh, what you're talking about is not about uh, being a Pollyanna and seeing everything as always sky blue and sunshiny. It really is about getting to the bottom of why we're thinking the way we are and how to change our thoughts around that so that when we think about ourselves or talk to ourselves, it comes out in a, a better, you know, a better way that's going to be more life-affirming. Now, you had a wonderful example in here when you said a prayer and you asked God to give you a name for yourself, and it <laughs> came out Warrior Princess. Yeah. that. I did. It's, it was more than replacing what I was really thinking about myself, which was just vanilla. I think I just... Yeah, you talk about how your life was always <laughs> vanilla, not strawberry, not chocolate, you know, not yeah. coconut pineapple. You were a vanilla girl. Vanilla girl medium, just just uh, very um, without color, just kind of not interesting. And then when I began to, to really ask God, God, who am I from your point of view? And w- would you... Would you would you tell me who I am and what my name is? And and it was so profound, so clear. He said, "You are a warrior princess." And then I started remembering, "Yes, I am bold about this and this and this. Yes, that is who I really am." And so I ended up with paragraphs and paragraphs about a description of a warrior princess, and it it was really so liberating. And this is where we want to camp is in the truth instead of sort of a sticky note message that someone would give us or that we would give ourselves when we see something destructive happening. We, we need well, to you also her. studied reality therapy, and you, felt, you feel that this is one of the best resources in your academic life that you have really ever become acquainted with. So let's discuss what exactly is reality therapy and choice therapy, because this made a huge difference for you, and it's making a difference for the people that you work with. Exactly. The um, author of these two ideas is Dr. William Glasser, who's also in California, Chatsworth, California, and he is is renowned, has been, when I studied in college. He was um, my hero then and is now, and he. Uh, this is a way to evaluate, um, choice theory is a way to evaluate your behavior. He pro- is a proponent of the fact that every behavior uh, is for a reason, and it's our best attempt to get a need met. And so I have that began my search in looking below the behavior to see what people's needs were, and I just love that. And then reality therapy, which is the therapy piece of choice theory, is helping you t- to either self-evaluate or these are questions that a, a, an adult could even pitch to children to help them to evaluate their own behaviors without being bossy or controlling. It's, it's a wonderful discipline model, and he has written so much 
for schools. He is the father of the quality school movement. And the well, best you know, question... uh, in this light, because you work with uh, teachers and, and parents, you know, of course, as well as the children, uh, one of the things that you discuss in your book, Messages to Myself, is the changing your ideas about language and then changing the verbiage because you quoted how you really were even afraid to go into the kitchen because when you would try to help your mom in the kitchen as a little girl, nothing you could do was right, nothing. Right. So everything, and of course as an adult you learn to find out that she had anxiety and she suffered from other things, but children don't know these. You know, the children don't know that, and you were trying your best so you always felt nothing was good enough. So how do we speak when we're speaking with children? What is the best way to start a conversation and to affirm them even when they make mistakes? Great. Um, Always the relationship first. I, I developed something that I call the sandwich model, and that is the you do bun conversations first, and then the concern is the meat of the sandwich, and then you go to another bun. And you know, this is just a way to start off. And I thought that was a great idea, that whole <laughs> well, sandwich idea. That that was very clever. <laughs> well, it was one of those messages in the night. But um, y- you would say something that the adult would say to the child. You know, what I want is a great relationship with you. We, we do have a concern that we need to talk about. So that was the meat of the sandwich, the concern. And then you bump down to the bottom bun and you say, but I know that if we can talk, we, we'll be able to work this out and, and we're going to make things better. So, that so is- basically what it is, uh, Helen, is you start with a positive attribute or a compliment Absolutely. and then you say what the concern is and then you always end it with something that is positive or or is uh, upbeat in some way. Absolutely. Your whole posture is one of invitation. It is saying, you know, I really, we're going to put this relationship first and we're not going to go to death over this. We we do have something serious to discuss, but it's going to be okay. And if anything, it's going to make things better. And then you yeah. invite the child to actually help solve the problem. That's another piece. That I yeah, because in that empowers them. That gives Absolutely. them the ability to learn how to be responsible for their own thoughts Absolutely. and their own actions. Now, you also designed the peace rug. That's <laughs> very interesting. Let's talk about a little bit about the peace rug. Thank you. It was um, a cry of my heart in the in the late nineties. It was ninety nine. The year it was. This was just a month before Columbine. I was becoming aware that there were just no resources out there to really help small children resolve their conflicts. And I was in an inner city school, had seven hundred fifty students who at that time were sort of victims of violence in their world. and But I knew the stats that if I didn't come up with an intervention, that soon they would become perpetrators themselves. If, and then along came Columbine, and you've seen so many school shootings since that time. And if you Googled them or um, did another search, you would find that in every single case, the perpetrators were once victims of bullying. And so that was pretty much the time in 99 that I started searching for a message Speaking of messages, that small children could say to one another so that they wouldn't stay in the victim role. So uh, this whole Peace Rug process, and you can read about it on peacerug.com, it was to um, develop something, a, a small conversation that that two children could have in two minutes and be restored in their relationship. And it's just been so exciting to see it's so many It's very friends. exciting. Well, we're talking 
to Helen McIntosh. Her book is Messages to Myself. Her website is peacerug.com, and coming soon will be her website, Relationship Helps. Dot com, But you'll find at the end of every chapter there is making it personal exercises that you can do as well as her truth chart where you find out what is, what is happening and what really is the truth and, of course, the information for the peace rug. Helen, thank you so much for coming on Be The Star You Are and sharing this information so that we can all learn to be more charitable to ourselves <laughs> and give us a, a truthful a truthful heart-to-heart. Thank you, Cynthia. And Let's again, PeaceRug.com, the book Messages to Myself, Overcoming a Distorted Self-Image. Author Helen McIntosh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, Helen. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. If any of your listeners have a question, they can write to me at Helen at HelenMcIntosh.com as well. Very good. Helen at HelenMcIntosh.com. Well, you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and I am your personal growth coach, Cynthia Bryan. Stay with us, and we will be back. There's more to come. Don't go away. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Did you know that teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behaviors? You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at bethestarur.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.bethestarur.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know how to give good phone? Well, how are your phone manners? Do you know how to effectively represent yourself and your company over the telephone? Here are just a few tips to make that next call successful. Prepare before you dial. Get as much information on the person or the company that you're contacting and get comfortable. Write down a few notes or even sentences if you feel you need a script, but keep it short. Do a few voice exercises. Pump yourself up. Even rehearse with a tape recorder if you're really worried about making that connection. Do a practice run by calling the least important people first. Prepare a phone log and determine to make a certain number of calls every day at the same time of day. Ten calls a day translates to 50 calls a week or 200 calls a month. You are the star of your own performance. You can turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan from Star Style with another business bite. Visit star-style.com.
Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestaryouare.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. You are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and I am Cynthia Bryan, and I also appreciate you staying with me. My purpose in providing you this radio show is to communicate to you that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, producer, director, and star of your own life. I have three rules for life. They seem to work really well with all the clients I coach as well as my radio listeners. And those are you must smile, you must have fun, and you must be willing to be wild and wacky. And when you live by what I call the PEEP principle, which is based on my chickens, is to have passion, energy, enthusiasm, and persistence. Just about anything that you want in life is available to you. Now, as you know, I am the author of five books uh, now and a few e-books as well. Chicken Soup for the Gardener Soul, Be the Star You Are, The Business of Show Business and Miracle Moments. And our newest book is Be the Star You Are for Teens. It has already been named one of the top 50 books for tweens, teens, and young adults by the Youth Advisory Board at Radical Parenting. So we're really thrilled with that. If you're interested in buying any of the books and getting them autographed or buying them for premium sales or for your fundraiser, you may contact me, Cynthia, at star-style.com, or you can go to the website at uh, Cynthia brian.com or if you'd like to buy books through the charity making a donation that way just go to be the star you are.org this program is all about literacy and we really want to get you reading which also i want you to make sure to uh, go to be the star you are.org and find out how you can get uh, the books that you hear on this show our motto is to be a leader you must be a reader it's read lead, and succeed. Well, the miracle moment uh, for today is brought to you by Star Style Production. It's a quote by former President Ronald Reagan, who was the 40th President of the United States. I had the privilege of meeting him when he presented me with an incredible award, the Outstanding Teenager of California. So I feel a closeness to President Reagan. 
And what his quote is, is by working together, pulling our resources, and building on our strengths, we can accomplish great things. And I so believe that. I feel like the more people that you can help achieve their dreams, you will achieve yours as well. And as you know, we do that right here at the radio show because every week, Be the Star You Are, Charity, and I, we showcase incredible authors who really enhance and inspire your life. Our goal is to bring you authors, best-selling authors, unheard of authors, new, budding, emerging authors, so that you can pick up a book and learn something new and change your life one page at a time. Again, for more information, go to be the star you are dot org and you can see uh, who's been on the show. You can see the past guests. And if you're interested in being a guest, you can send us an email. So I wanted to start by um, talking about the seven character traits of successful people. Now, the re- successful people are always hardworking. There's no such thing as easy money. I mean, maybe there is, but most of us don't ever see it. Success takes hard work and people who are willing to do it. The second trait is successful people are honest. Those who have a long-term success are always on the, the truthful track. Dishonest people may get the first sale, they may get ahead, but honest people, they go the course. Perseverance, how many success stories will go untold because they never happened? That's because people quit. This is why when I talk about the PEEP principle, passion, energy, enthusiasm, and perseverance, I'm talking about persevere, persist, tenacity. You can outlast anyone else. When I'm coaching my acting students and they ask what the chances are, I go, hey, it always goes to the last person standing. Friendliness. Have you ever noticed that successful people are people-oriented, they care, they're more outgoing, they're friendly, and they really want to help other people be successful? That helps them be successful. Be a lifelong learner. Successful people are people who stretch themselves and grow continuously. You have to learn from every area of life and including your mistakes. Like I make mistakes on a daily basis. And I also have my car. I've often said it as a rolling university because when I'm in my car and I have to travel quite a bit, I always have books on tape or I listen to talk radio or I'm always learning. So there's something always in there that's going to help me learn, not just music. And then over-deliver. The old statement of under-promise and over-deliver became famous because it made people successful, including people like Bill Gates. So when you do something, decide to do it to your very, very best. And then over-deliver. It's like give exceptional, outrageous service. And then Seek solutions in the face of problems. There is always good news somewhere. And when in something at first seems like it is a terrible issue or a terrible problem, know that there are solutions to everything. Usually we have to step back, breathe. I have to sleep on it because if I make a, a rash decision, I always end up with apologies the next day because I've said something that was in haste. So don't speak before you've taken the time to think about it. And, you know, you can learn how to make better choices beginning today because 
what you think about sets the course for your life. Now, any day you wish, you can discipline yourself to change it all. Any day you wish, you can open the book that will open your mind to new knowledge. And any day you wish, you can start a new activity. You just have to start a process of life change. Now, we can do it immediately. We can do it next week, next month. Next year or never, the choice is always up to you. And just know that we have a choice. Some people decide to do nothing. Some people will pretend that they're doing something or act like they're busy, which I hate that word, rather than truly perform. And if the idea of having to change yourself makes you uncomfortable, you can stay the way you are. But are you going to be more educated? Are you going to be more truthful? Are you just going to delude yourself that you are on the right track? So choices are yours to make, and we must continue to nourish positive choices. Shakespeare observed, the fault is not in the stars, but in ourselves. And I love that quote because, of course, we're here at Be the Star You Are. We are created by our circumstances, but... Mostly we're created by the choices that we make. We have both the ability and the responsibility to make better choices. So I hope that you choose correctly and you decide to choose what is going to be right for you to grow your person, grow your relationships, and grow your business. And when you need help with coaching, whether it be in writing presentations or life life strategies and life changes, make sure to give me a call and I am available as a personal growth coach to help you. We can do it over the phone. We can do it in person. 925-377-7827. Again, that's 925-377-7827. Or you can email me, Cynthia at star com, and of course the website is star-style.com. Well, here's to your success. Now, I'm going to just change gears because as many of you know, I am a major, major gardener, and when I am not writing, speaking, acting, coaching, or on the radio or television, I have my hands in the dirt. I write a column called Digging Deep, Gardening with Cynthia, and I do quite a few... Um, uh, television shows on gardening and lots of different exhibits, and I also I, I also speak around the world on on gardening and branching out and different things. So, what I wanted to talk about as we get into warmer weather is healthy eating and growing your own food because you know it's like dirt cheap eats. Whatever you grow is going to be better for you. It's so amazing that something that can be so good for you and tastes so good and it gives you such an incredible feeling because you actually grew it yourself. You know, a few generations ago, the kitchen garden was a necessity. However, in recent times, it's become more of a hobby, a source of fun and outdoor exercise that carries quite a few bonuses because I don't think you'll ever taste a salad fresher than the one that you're going to pick minutes before a meal. No dish is going to give you more pride than the one that you literally grew from the ground up. So today with the economy, you know, sputtering the way it is, we might see the kitchen garden, or as they say in French, the potager, making a comeback. Remember Victory Gardens? I mean, Eleanor Roosevelt had about 20 million home gardeners planting 
them uh, during World War II, and the reason for that was so that people would have fresh vegetables and have food. And, of course, we also have, you know, a, a chicken in every pot around the country. Everyone was allowed to have a chicken. Now, it doesn't matter whether you live in a high-rise, an apartment, or you live in the country, as I do, and you have, you know, lots of ground space. Even a couple of pots in the window, you can grow some things. You could grow kale. You could grow Swiss chard. You can grow all kinds of herbs from basil and and sage and thyme and rosemary. So there's really no excuse for not having a garden that you can pick something fresh. Even a little bit would be better than nothing at all. Now, if you do have an outdoor, a backyard or a side yard or a balcony, I mean, how much ground do you really need? If you have enough space to have like 30 feet by 30 feet, it can provide enough vegetables to feed one person for a full year. And many yards have a lot of sunny spots that are big, and it's best for a beginner to start small. So I suggest if you have just a small plot of land, if you do a 12-foot square, you're going to be able to support a lot of excellent food that you are going to love, So, and you can just plant it closer together. You will save money by growing your own food, and it depends, of course, on your soil, your climate, the weather, how much water you have to do. But the way that I I cook, I don't know what I'm going to cook day by day because I decide what's ripe. I go out into the garden, I see what's ripe, and then I decide what I'm going to make for dinner. And it might be just all veggies. I, it doesn't really matter. But the very best garden investment that you can do is in bringing in some healthy, fertile soil that is consistency, kind of a crumbly, like kind of like chocolate cake. You want it to be be very rich and moist because if it's alive with worms and plant-nourishing bacteria and other tiny microbes, your crops are going to grow really, really well. So organic matter is best. Now, what do you want to plant? Well, what do you like? Like in my garden, I always have to have parsley, tomatoes, basil, beans, peppers, eggplant, hot peppers, uh, I love summer squash. I like cucumbers. I like uh, sugar snap peas. I have tons of Swiss chard and sorrel. Right now I have artichokes that are huge, and I've been having a couple of artichokes every day. And so those are really just quite exceptional and, and, and wonderful. Uh, garlic, onions. I have a variety of lettuces and strawberries. I also have wild strawberries. Uh, and I have lots of different fruit, etc. So the best thing is to decide what you want to grow. If you like growing by seed, you can do it by seed. If not, you can just buy the plants, go to your local garden center, and buy the plants. I, I think it's always best to buy plants that are small because they seem to adapt better and they seem to grow faster. I've done many experiments where I've bought a gallon pot and a five-gallon pot of something and then also a four-inch pot. And after a period of time, a few months, they all seem to be about the same size. So start with whatever you love to eat 
And if you, again, just to recap, if it's seeds that you want, you can plant seeds. Remember that most vegetables are annuals, and so you're going to have to plant them every year. So, you, And when you do, you're going to want to rotate it. You'll never plant the same thing in the same soil again. So just remember that. And there's nothing better to go than to go in your garden, grab a tomato, a piece of basil, and I snap off a piece of a scallion and pop it in my mouth, and it just feels like I am at a candy store. So learn to grow your food. It brings you joy. It brings you health. And everyone around you will feel good. And you're going to be happy because you are now a dirt gardener. Well, when we come back, we are going to be going to the beauty chair with Kathy Yeager. And as the chair turns, she has tips, clips, and snips, and lots of advice for the journey behind the chair. You stay with us. I am Cynthia Bryan. You are listening to Star Style. Be the star you are and I will be back in just a minute after these announcements maybe you'll take a quick run to your garden but come back right away be back in a bit the world talk radio variety channel Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be the Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. So once again, thank you so much for staying with us. I'm Cynthia Bryan, 
You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, brought to the airwaves by Be the Star You Are, literacy charity, empowering women, families, and youth. Well, most women have a favorite hairstylist, a manicurist, or an esthetician, and this is a recession-proof career. I mean, if you are interested in becoming a beauty business professional, it's essential to develop your personal skills as well as your artistic ones. But where do you turn for advice? How about 29-year veteran Kathy Yeager, who is the author of As the Chair Turns? I love this book. It is tips and snips of advice for your journey behind the chair. Welcome, Kathy, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Well, thank you. How are you today? I am great, and I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. It's Jaeger. Jaeger. Okay, because I, w- I wasn't sure if it was Jaeger or Jaeger, but I'm sure you don't care as long as they call you, right? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> well, this is a terrific book, and it's actually the first one that I've ever seen uh, to, that really addresses the cosmetology and the beauty business. Now, you were right when you said that As the Chair Turns is a personal pocket coach and a guide for beauty professionals. I mean, it's obvious to me that you've invested not only in learning everything possible about your industry, but you're also into personal growth and helping people feel special and and happy when they are in your chair. You're definitely not that beauty school dropout. So what do you think contributed most to your success, Kathy? I think mostly what contributed to my success was the ongoing education that I'm dedicated to. I believe in personal developing personal development being one of the key things to keep you motivated and inspired all the time. I think when you work on developing um, good habits and disciplines, I think that that is the the key to keeping yourself updated and motivated and um, on a continual journey. Well, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, of course, as soon as I love all your quotes, I'm a huge quote person. We always have a miracle moment. And you have peppered your book, As the Chair Turns, with all these wonderful quotes. And, of course, Zig Ziglar is in there, and that's a quote that I believe so much. And the more we help people achieve what they want, the more that we're going to achieve our own goals. But what also caught my eye is when you started talking about networking and how some of the best networking is sitting right there in your chair. So why aren't we all networking a bit more if we're in the beauty business? I think that it's just an old, complete oversight. I think that sometimes people, when they're in, you know, any type of business, they get complacent and they don't really um, open their eyes to the inspiration that comes from people in general. I've opened my eyes to see the value that I have right in front of me, and that is people. People are I'm, are valuable to me, and I look at them with bigger eyes and appreciation. And I know that everybody who sits in my chair has a message for me or has something that they need to share to me or something that I can offer to them. And it's just a a win-win on both ends. And actually, my book was all through networking through all of my people. Everybody in my book 
the whole book was developed by all of my my clients. A, all of the things that I tried um, uh, to incorporate um, in my business. But B, all of the marketing is done by one of my clients. The typesetting was done by one of my clients. The illustrations were done by one of my clients. I use all of my clients. Um, uh, careers and uh, gifts that they had to help me develop mine. What an incredible inspiration because obviously you're very good at marketing and you've done lots of different trades. It's something that you encourage. And I loved your your section, Ways to Build Your Business, and and how you start off right off the bat to begin with your existing clientele and and hold promotions or parties and and give away free haircuts or, or gift certificates and make sure to offer you know, to offer something to fundraisers and all fundraisers and drawings. And this, these kinds of things, when you get involved in the community and involved in your, your clients' lives, they become very committed to you. I totally believe in that. And I think that the involvement that it brings um, uh, and the excitement in the salon that it draws um, is worth it alone. Just to, when I create a party or an event or I host a, um, a network and uh, event with people, everybody's involved, and that's what they want. They they have a place that they can call their own. They're, it's comfortable. It's a comfortable setting, you know, and then when people come to my salon, they, you know, they know each other because of some event that they have gone to or some type of interaction that, that we've had. Um, it's been a very special gift here. Well, you talk about in your book, and the name of the book is As the Chair Turns. The author is Kathy Jager. Yeah, about a, a great event that you and your clients put on, and you had booths and games and music and food and drinks and all kinds of fun things, and everybody there was a client, and everybody got to know each other, and it was just this really fun festival. Mm-hmm. It was the best event I ever had. I would think, you know, when somebody reads it, you would think, oh, my gosh, it has to be difficult to to orchestrate. But the reality was is by getting so many hands involved, everyone, it was really a networking party because all the clients were meeting new new people that perhaps they didn't know, but they all had a thread, and that was you. They were all connected through your your company, through your business, through your salon. That's correct. It was heartwarming. It's it a very heartwarming so experience. Well, you will love you will love this because uh, you know I have found, and you probably find too, when you find a great hairstylist or someone that you love, you just don't give them up. And I worked. I've been working in the entertainment business for a number of years. And back in the early '90s, I worked with a hairstylist on a photo shoot who I fell in love with. And I've always been totally frightened of a cosmetologist. Because when I was like 14, my mom took me to a hairdresser for the first time, and I had long hair to my butt, and she cut it off in a pixie. <laughs> and so, so I never wanted to go back. And so I really became dependent on the people that I work with in films and commercials. But the bottom line is, is this one young lady who did my hair and makeup for this shoot back in like 92, she has become my personal hairstylist and makeup artist ever since, and I live in San Francisco. She moved to Los Angeles because that's where the work is. I fly to L.A. to get my hair cut. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. What a yeah. compliment. But that's called loyalty, and I just, I love her. I trust her. She's fun. She's just, it's just like what you're talking about. 
Mm-hmm. So I really think that when you're so good at something and you're caring, that people will follow you anywhere. Yeah, I've had this, some of the same clients for 29 years. Oh, that is such a testament to you. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, let's give some of your tips. Now, each chapter that you have in the book, at the very end of the chapter, you have something called Tips and Snips, which is a bit of a very short review of what was covered in your chapter, and then a few tips that, that any beautician, any hairstylist, makeup artist, um, esthetician, manicurist, they could take and implement into their own salon or their own chair or whatever. So let's talk about some of the creative ways of doing business because most of all, I think this is a business book. It's not how to be an artistic cosmetologist. It's really how to be a good businesswoman and connect with your clients. Correct. That's exactly what it's for. Yes, and, and, you know, I don't know of any book that's been done for that. So uh, let's talk about a couple of the tips that you start off with. Now, you've already talked about networking, and so with that, you know, you you named a chapter Styling and Smiling. I thought that was really, really uh, darling the way you did it. But how do you, you keep your clients, you have to teach them how when they leave your salon to have their hair look great. You had a story in here about being at a school meeting and a couple of women whispering about a woman on stage and how horrific and terrible her hair looked. And you didn't say a word because it was your client, but when she left, when she left your chair, she looked fabulous. It's just she didn't know how to do it herself. That's Correct. a real typical thing. And this is an opportunity for a beautician to upsell, to get uh, products out there, but at the same time to make the client uh, responsible for looking good themselves so that you don't have to be around them 24-7. Correct. So how is it, how, what are some of the tips? How, oh, how is that your question? How do that? Well, one of the things that, um, that was a really huge, big one for me because it just really broke my heart to see her look that way when I know what she looked like. So I, I contributed it to myself as being, uh, just a small failure at that time. I thought, well, you know what? That was, that was your job. That was your job to teach her. So she, so in, in essence, I didn't complete my job. So I took that and I utilized that concept and thought, well, this is going to be what I focus on. I'm going to teach my clients how to do their hair so that I know that if I see them in a jewel or at a function somewhere, that their hair is going to look fabulous. So I take that extra five and ten minutes at the end of their service, and I show them how to use the blow dryer, what products to use, so that I'm assured <laughs> that when they leave there, they feel confident in their new style. And see, and that, I mean, that's a win-win for both of you. They like the new style. They know how to do it at home. And now they have the products to do it at home. Yes, the, the, the products are a key because a lot of people don't know what to do with products. They don't buy them because they don't know what to do with them. So it's up to you, again, the stylist, to take a couple of minutes, which isn't much, to kind of, I call it show and tell. You know, you're just doing a show and tell. You're showing them what you're doing and you're telling them how to use it. And that way they have a better idea how to work with it at home. 
And, you know, uh, you, when you're talking about products, I have noticed in some salons how people never update their products at all. It's the same stuff in the windows. It has so much dust on it. It doesn't look attractive. And you actually talk about, like, designing your area or your salon in a way that it's always changing and new and fresh and so that people are excited to find out what you have. That's correct. I'm constantly, um, I call myself a product junkie. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, though. I like it. Because I don't think, I think a lot of people are very afraid to sell products because they don't want to have to sell. You know, it's like they want people to ask them. But you have this thing where, you know, you you smell it, you feel it, you know, you touch it. And and so that way that the client is getting used to the products that you're using and then they'll, they'll want it. But you also keep your area very interesting. I try very hard to make sure that, you know, periodically, like every three months, I have something new and fresh so that they, when they look at the shelves, they, you know, they, they look at the shelves, they take another look, and then they touch it, and then they want to try it on their hair. And everything that I have that's new, I'll have on my station ready to, you know, for them to, uh, to try when we do their hair. So, so basically, the client shouldn't have to be asking you. As as a professional, it would be the job of the hairstylist to make some suggestions and just say, you know, this is what really works great. If you want to do it at home, this would this would be a great product for you. Now, if they already have the product, fine. You're not trying to push it on them, but you're giving them options. Products are easy to sell to people, and it's that's the way you look at it. You're not selling. All you're doing is telling. You're only telling them, you know, what you think would work great for their hair texture. And once you show them how to use it, how to utilize it, how much to use, you know, they become excited about it. And that's when a sale is made, when they become excited about the usage of it, when they say, oh, I can work with that. We're talking to Kathy Yeager. Her book is As the Chair Turns. And as you can see, she's very knowledgeable in the business aspect as well as the practical aspect of cosmetology and working in the beauty business. Now, that gets me to the next point. And this you brought out in your book, and I thought, yes, how true that is. Is it's important that you, as a, as a beauty professional, look hip, look professional, not so. You're not that you have to be trendy, but that you always look like you're in style. Yes, I, uh, that's one of the. I think image is everything, and I think that if somebody comes into a salon that is there for the first time and they take a good look around, they'll choose who they want to do their hair. They will definitely choose, and they will choose by your image. If your hair is unkept or you don't have something that's, you know, pre, uh, professional or presentable on, you know, they're they're definitely not going to choose you. Well, and see, I would choose you. You look so adorable. You've got really cute haircuts. Do you find that you're changing your your styles and your your clips and snips fairly often, or do you do it, you know, with the season, or just when you feel like it, or how does it go? Well, I guess I, I and, and that question, I'm just like any other client. <laughs> 
Because I get bored. I get bored like anybody else. Every six weeks, is it that I want something new every six weeks? No, but I definitely want something fresh, whether it be a different bang, a different color. And it doesn't even have to be that it's extreme. Sometimes a little change is a big change to people. And, you know, as I continue to uh, mature and get into uh, new phases of my life, you know, some of the options uh, get a little bit more limited on, you know, the crazy side of uh, of hairstyles. So I got to stay within my my um, uh, my trend as well as for age appropriate. Absolutely. Well, one of the things, uh, one chapter in your book is "Let's Go Do It," and you give fun, fresh ways to build your empire. And I just wanted to give out a couple of these tips because I thought that they were brilliant. And just like any business, you are building your empire, and if you don't build it, somebody else will, and it won't be the way you want it. But perhaps have a client appreciation day. Uh, maybe create a punch card for haircuts. I love that idea. There's a, a a massage studio I go to that if you get 10, you get one free. And I'm telling you, you end up spending the money to get the 10 because you, you want it. You have a ladies' day out or have uh, fashion shows. Or I loved your idea of having a teacher appreciation day. How terrific is that? And, of course, donate or participate in a raffle. Now, that's always great because that's getting your name out there, always getting your name out there. So, again, the name of the book is As the Chair Turns. Our author is Kathy Yeager. Her website is kathyyeager.com, and that's how you can get the book. And I just want to say that you design custom classes. You're speaking. You will help people if they want to hire you to coach them on how to be a better professional. Do you want to leave us with a final thought, Kathy? I, I want to leave you with the final thought that there's no better industry to be in than the beauty industry. It offers you an abundance of financial freedom as well as uh, you will grow personally and professionally. And it is fun. It is fun. And I believe it's recession-proof. You go by any salon, women are always going to get their hair and their nails done no matter what happens. Well, Kathy, it's a pleasure. Thank you for writing this book. I love the cover. It is just so colorful. It's jam-packed, filled with lots of great information. Again, as the chair turns, Kathy Yeager, go to kathyyeager.com. Thank you, Kathy, for being on Star Style. Be the Thank star you are. Thank you so much for the invitation, and I love, absolutely love your show and what you're doing out there for everybody. Thank you so much. Well, thank all of you as well for being great listeners and allowing me into your life each week. Make sure you're tuned right here with me, Cynthia Bryan. Go out into the day and make it a great one. And until we celebrate next week, I hope that you'll remember to be the star you are. Visit our website, bethestarur.org. Until next week, ciao for now. Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are Nonprofit Corporation, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. That's BeTheStarYouAre.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a seeker, a dreamer, with courage to give. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.